everybody, this is John Bollinger with Premier Guitar. We're at the Bridgestone Arena before the Smashing Pumpkins show. I'm with Moby, who is William Corgan's tech. You've been, I met you 10 years, or years ago with uh, Zach Wilde, right? Yes, you did. Did that for 10 years. Yep, yep. And now you're with William. Yep, among others. But yeah. yes, currently with William and looking after uh, Jack as well. Great, fabulous. Well, let's talk about his new signature guitar that you got here. Apparently this is the... This is uh, Billy's main guitar that he starts the show with. So adorned by Mr. Corgan, as you can see. Yeah, I love that. Uh, it's his signature. It's got some really cool etching on these rail hammer pickups. Um, dual humbuckers, action straps with the Z. They sound great. He plays them well. Yeah. And uh, I like looking after them. They're nice guitars. Yeah. Now, it's, it's interesting because he's such a Strat guy forever. And now he's going, you know, two humbuckers instead of three. I mean, it's it's an interesting change. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I never really um, followed the Pumpkins before I got here. And oh. the first time I heard him play, I'm like, holy smoke, look at that guy go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah, very Hendrix-esque. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I love that. So that's his number one. And I guess he's traveling with four of these. Yeah. But tell and me a little bit about it. So so these, this is his main to standard tuning. This is the backup to that. Okay. Uh, this is the R version uh, with... Billy Corgan's signature rail hammers. It's got a four-piece uh, pickguard, also brushed aluminum. And uh, the same thing, it just in silver for the half step down. Okay. And then a purple version of the Reverend R with the four-piece pickguard for the oh. backup for uh, the, the half step down. Oh, cool. I'm curious, okay, so these all have the his signatures. Right, and th these have the etching on them. Okay. Same pickups, just different different covers. Probably. <laughs> we'll go with. I was gonna say a swear word. Like, yeah. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> you can edit that out, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's very cool. I, I love the look of those. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I get it. That's. And and then for once in a lifetime, he's playing the left hall here with the P90s in it, and this is tuned down to uh, like Sabbath tunings, you know, C sharp. Sure. Now, okay, and what? Uh, what strings are you running? Okay, for the C-sharp tuning, it's the 12 to 56. Oh, the, okay, Ernie Ball. Ernie Balls. Not even slinky, okay? And then for... Uh, and then for the half step down, it's 11 to 48. Power slinkies. And for the standard tuning, 10 to 46. Okay, there we go, regular slinkies. And then the acoustic, earth hardwood, medium light, 12 to 54 for all the acoustics. Okay, Ernie Ball. You know, before you put that away, yep. what is going on with the selector, with the... With the pickup selector. There was a hole there and I didn't like the hole so I put the chrome thing on there so it would look cool. <laughs> so it's each, that's a good idea. So so are they both just on all the time? You control with the volume control? I don't fucking know man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay well that one's gonna remain a bit of a mystery but we'll uh it's a it's a cool little cool little mod. Oh this is great. 335 uh, for 1979. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about the amp that he goes through at the beginning of that, but I love this guitar. I like that he's playing a 70s uh, 335 on yeah. 1979. The only thing that I don't like about these guitars is like if the time comes where you need to repair something or adjust something, you have to go in through here and fish around and find stuff and pull it out because it doesn't have anything on the back to get access to, Yeah. but it's worth it because they sound so good. Yeah, great guitar. And that looks stock. I mean, even got the, the uh, yeah. old school, yeah, yeah, it looks all stock. And this one is a half step down. Okay. Using the 11 to 48. 
Okay, and that's on 1979, cool. This is the backup to the Les Paul. Oh, wow. There you go, Firebird. I wonder what these mysterious switches are there. It's secret smashing pumpkins voodoo magic. Okay, well. You have to sign like NDAs <laughs> and have the proper laminate to, to, before sure. they give you the instruction. Sure, I, I get it. Well, I, I'm okay with some yeah, mystery. There, there's, there's secret sauce and, and voodoo magic yeah, in a lot of this. That's beautiful guitar. Okay, so he's not carrying a ton of guitars, a little bit of a, some backups and... Uh, yeah, most of the time, 90% of the time, it's these two. Okay. Right here. Yeah, depending on the tuning, yeah. those two. And then at some point during the show, about two-thirds of the way through, let me see how far I get through. Uh, yeah, about two-thirds of the way through, uh, when they come out for Beguiled's, I'll drop the tuning on this to a drop D. Oh, okay. For uh, Beguiled and Silver? Yes, Beguiled and, and Silver F-Word. Okay. Okay. I didn't swear. No, well done. <laughs> well done, Moby. And let's talk about acoustics, too. Yeah. Uh, these are awesome. They're Yamaha Customs that he had made at some point. Um, yeah, I remember him It's playing... got the big star logo on it. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful, man. So we have this one in E-flat. It's a half step down. And this one is in standard tuning. So this one is uh, a twin to this, except it's tuned to standard tuning. Oh, well, that's a cool yeah. collaboration that he's doing with Yamaha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like the inlay, I like it right around the sound. Beautiful. And I like that although it's painted solid, there's this beautiful rosewood back and sides. And I believe these bridge pins are uh, courtesy of Adam Reaver. Oh, you know what? I, I, yeah, I saw something about this guitar and he said, everything is stock. Uh, the only thing I've changed are the, are, the, uh, are the pins. And I did hear him say in an interview, he said, you know how you're always like, fiddling with knobs and trying to find the right one. Yamaha just found one perfect sound, and I swear it's always perfect when I plug it in. So there you go. That's cool. I like that idea. And then we've got uh, the white one here. This is tuned E standard with the capo on the fifth fret. And there's a twin to this in the dressing room that he warms up on. Okay. Cool. Beautiful. And these look kind of like a, almost like a Gibson J200 size. Yeah, That's more of a dreadnought. Yeah. We well, you know for a guitar hero, not a ton of guitars, kind of a modest uh, approach, but gets it all done. Now let's uh, let's talk about amps. I think there's more going on there. Uh, we got piles of amps, like right around the corner. Come around the corner, see amps. Let's do it. Lots of amps. <laughs> okay, now we're at his uh, at his mighty wall of amps. Looks like you've got an A and a B. Exactly right. Exactly right. A rig, B rig, cable interface in the rear, in case we have to make a switch. Haven't had to make a switch yet. Everything's been running nice and solid. Uh, we got some great amp here. It's all controlled uh, by this amp heat unit, so the signal goes through the pedal board into the amp heat. We have one ISO cabinet under the stage that this sends signal to. Uh, the switching on the amp heat is controlled by the mastermind. Uh, power supply uh, for the pedal board. Let's just get the pedal board done first. Okay, so, yeah, 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 that's a good idea. Okay, so we've got uh, the power supply, custom audio, electronics, uh, courtesy of our friends at Dunlop. Uh, also in the front of everything, we have the effects loop and that Billy controls at his leisure. Oh, okay. Uh, four pedals for his different sounds and an expression pedal for the Brigadier from our friends at Strymon. Uh, a great pedal, uh, the Boost by Analog Man. Uh, I believe a friend of Billy's made this for him. Um, oh, really? Um, the Minotaur. I'm not really, because I've never used one before, um, but yeah, he's very fond one. of it. And then um, there's a lot of uh, patents being released that Behringer is making um, 
uh, new pedals for, and this octave divider, uh, Billy's um, really fond of it, and uh, it puts it to good use. Oh, very cool. You know, this is, I kind of expected so much more. It's, it's a pretty, pretty light pedal board. Yeah, it is, it is, it is. And you said the, the Mastermind is basically changing amps. Yeah, it's basically control switching, but he wanted to use that, I believe, uh, just uh, for future expansion possibilities. Sure. Which the Mastermind has in space. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. Okay, that's the pedal board, pretty modest, but does a lot. It does, the, the, the amount of different tones that he gets out of this, it's pretty mind bending. Yeah. It's like, there's, there's not a whole lot, but the different tones that come out of this whole rig, it's it's pretty um, multifaceted. I'll yeah. put it that way. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It, it's a very psychedelic thing that he that he gets going yeah, on. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So okay. So yeah, let's talk amps. Amplifiers. Uh, Evo Del Rio. Great. Right? Erica is a Nashville yep. friend. Yep. And this uh, Billy mainly uses this for his kind of cleaner tones. Uh, it's kind of at the point of breakup. Um, like uh, I believe this is what he starts seventy nine with. Okay. Uh, I can't see like from where I'm at like the exact of a button, but the other ones are way too hot, so I'm pretty sure it's, this is where you start in 1979. Uh, the orange uh, Rockford 100 Mark III. Everybody knows how great orange amps are yeah. and how they've been, in, you know, in the history of this business. Um, Karsten's amplification. Billy worked on this uh, with the owner of this company and was, um, I, I believe. Uh, involved with the design of the amp and the whole thing and it's a really super nice amp i like it and this is the new remake of the old iomi laney's oh really wow yeah. and it sound it's like sabbath incarnate uh, so in the event something goes... done by the amp again okay from there and all these uh go to one cabinet under the stage that's it uh, that's the, all there is to it do you know what's in the the uh, iso cab it's the matching Laney uh, okay. 4x12. Oh, 4x12, okay. Yeah. Great. Wow. I take you under there to see it, but you might hit your head on something. Yeah, no, no, we're not going under there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Moby, great. That's, uh, that was, that's a very uh, clean rig. It works. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's, it's served us well so far. Perfect. Okay, let's move on. Okay, now we're with guitarist Jeff Schroeder. His tech, Trace Davis, is here as well to chime in if we need him. Great having you guys here. Thanks Thank for uh, doing the rundown. Yeah, sure. So, uh, tell me about this is your number one right now on, on this tour? This is my main E Natural guitar. Uh, it is one of the new Yamaha Revstars. And it normally comes with P90s, but I switched it out to mini humbuckers wound by my friend Chris uh, from Black Cat Guitars in Boston. And they are the best mini humbuckers I've ever heard. Um, he's, I actually have them in two or three other guitars oh, at home, really? and yeah, they, they sound really great distorted, but where I, what I, why I really love them is they sound incredible clean. Yeah. Super chimey, articulate, but quiet. Yeah. And you know, for us playing here, we have this massive video screen. Oh, yeah. So anything that's single coil or, hum, or, or P90, I just can't deal with the, this, especially using in-ears. Oh, yeah. It's really... You know, kind of unnerving. Yeah. So these yeah. are great. They're quiet and sound awesome. So we were talking before the camera yeah. rolled that you have a 72 gold top as yeah. well. Did you change the pickups on that as well? Or no, those are original because I, you know, that has one of those, those the oh, year 72 that has the actually the, the embossed Gibson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. those stay in there. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, cool. they'll stay in there. But which sound better? 
honestly think you sound better. <laughs> Good for black cats. But you know, right. but the truth is, is I had um, Jeff Benj, my when I used to live in Chicago, my luthier there. He actually potted them because they weren't potted. Before, oh yeah. And that made them sound a lot better, oh. a lot tighter and more articulate because they were pretty microphonic. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And that's yeah. and even that's a great guitar. I love the, the stainless steel frets, the whole deal there. Yeah. They this, nailed it. Basically, I'm using this stock other than the pickups and. I mean, they play great, sound great, and I get a lot of compliments on this burst. People, yeah. A lot of times people are like, oh my God, that guitar looks incredible. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay, uh, what's next? You yeah. know, real quick, I'll, we'll go to my backup kind of E guitar, which is actually another, I play all Yamaha guitars, and this is a Yamaha Pacifica, but custom made for me, oh, for them. beautiful. And it's 24 fret. Um, Maple neck with actually has a Powell Faro fingerboard, but stainless steel. Um, Seymour Duncan Screaming Demon pickups. Big oh, George right. Lynch fan. So, and and Seymour Duncan was nice enough to wound a custom neck version of the uh, not a Screaming Demon, the Hunter. Oh. Actually, yeah, which is more his underlock and key sound. <laughs> so, um, Floyd Rose tremolo, but all upgraded by my friend Adam at Fu Tone. So big shout out to Adam. He's been a great supporter of me. And so this is titanium inserts, these titanium screws, actually titanium nut, wow. which makes big, big difference in sound. And of course his brass block and noise springs. So. Um, very cool. But this is a very, you know, like a soup, like a shredder. Well, totally, yeah, yeah. yeah. This it's is a, when Schroeder becomes a shredder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. This is custom, right? Yeah, they don't okay. make the, the I gotta ask. Okay, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I gotta ask about that scallop. Is that big Steve Vai fan? So since I'm lucky enough to where they build me whatever I'm, I said, okay, can then can you scallop, you know, 21 to 24, yeah. just like Vi, and so they're like, sure. Do you do you feel a difference? It, that? it actually makes a huge difference. And so when I play a 24 fret guitar that doesn't have it, I really notice the difference. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a lot great. easier to get the notes to come out and raise, yeah. sustain. That I high want to build e. it. Well, it's custom. We only built it for him. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. One day, and land far, far away, yeah. I'll be a rock star. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Trace sell a couple million records. I know. It takes a couple. Of yeah. Those yeah. Things, right? yeah. This is another restaurant I'm using, and this is the humbucker version, and this is actually completely stock, and I use this for drop D um, songs in this set, and but it's other than. I, we haven't changed anything on this, I believe. This is completely no, stock. No, that's 100% stock. Yeah, these new RevStars are just incredible. Those like pickups sound wonderful. Pickups sound great, they play great, and... Yeah, yeah they yeah. nailed it. Hey, yeah. just out of curiosity, I see you got strings here. <laughs> is this what you're doing, Ernie Ball? Yeah. Paradigm? Yeah, Those and you're great. 10 through 46 on dropped? No, so uh, E natural is 9 through 42, okay. E flat 10 through 46, okay. and then C sharp. 11. Oh, that's right. You guys go to see shows. We dropped these <laughs> yeah. signs, but we put a 46 on the bottom. Oh, yeah. really? Just to keep it a little tighter when you're yeah. jumping. Yeah. Up. Yeah, good call. And then one more guitar, real quick. I got to use this. This. got to say, this. I'm using this a lot, too, on this tour. It's a, it's a custom shop SA2200. Wow. It was stock, but they stripped it and painted it this color and put the trapeze bridge on it for me. And we. These are Lawler Imperial low wounds oh. pickups. Um, wow. Yeah, and it, it sounds beautiful. And it's got that kind of vintage Gibson volute yeah. on uh -huh. the back of the neck. Yeah. So this is kind of one of those great, you know, Japanese-made Yamahas. Sure. Yeah. Plays great and sounds great and yeah. How often do you play that? 
Like on three or four songs okay. in the set, yeah, yeah. It's, oh. it's, it's a killer song. We just tried it one day in rehearsals and blown away by how good it sounded. <laughs> it's like, why are we not using this? Yeah. It became very yeah. 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 It's yeah. Killer, killer tone yeah. on that. Yeah. Beautiful. That's great. And so the rest are just a little bit of yeah. redundancy. Yeah, and the case. rest are just backups. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the majority of the set on on this tour, I'm using the Rev Stars. The, okay. The, the, the new versions. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Tech question: How often do you change strings on like on the ones that aren't played very often? Every nine months, no. <laughs> uh, the ones that are every day, like for always in the show, yeah. no matter what, are, are always every day, no matter yeah. what. Even the backups are, are usually every day. There's only a couple I think that we don't have allocated. Yeah. Like it might be a third backup, and okay. maybe those are like every two, three days. Just depends. It depends wow. on the humidity, the weather. Yeah. You know, things like that. <laughs> and these paradigm, they just keep, these are newish strings, right? Yeah, they're they're fairly new. Um, yeah. I think they've only been out a couple years or so. It, you, Ish. I used yeah. to use just the regular slinkies, yeah, the Ernie's yeah. and then slinkies. Tim Dove from Ernie Ball, you know, sent me some of these. And once I try them, first they, they do feel a little bit different. Yeah. But once I got used to it, I kind of become addicted to them. Yeah. They actually last yeah. long. They sound they sound they brighter, last a lot longer. longer. That's what I've I just tried them too. Yeah. I just recently yeah. use them. Yeah. Awesome with stainless steel. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It, it's it's incredibly fluid. Yeah. Um, it's incredibly easy to play. It almost feels like you're cheating. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. But I, I mean, I use those at home too. And, but we started out using them here and just gave it a shot. They were, they were awesome. Yeah, and that's one of the things, because I'm using a lot of guitars with stainless steel frets, and they make strings go dead a lot quicker. Really? Yeah, but I mean, I would say strings last maybe half as long. That's about right. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they, they go. Or it's a harder metal than nickel. Yeah. Huh. But they, you know, but the stainless steel feels so great. Once yeah. You, so much smoother. Yeah. God, they last forever. Those frets last yeah. forever. Like all my guitars at home, if they don't have my gone over stainless steel. I know even some my. So I'm vintagey, but I <laughs> feel better, right? That's yeah, why you yeah, play guitar yeah, yeah. inspired and feel good. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Well, that's, let's move on to amps and pedals. Okay, so Jeff, you're a man of few pedals. Yes. What's going on here? Uh, well, first of all, this whole system was wired by uh, David Phillips at LA Sound Design, and he's a great rig builder out in LA, and so that's why such a beautiful beautifully wired and presented rig but clean yeah yeah right it's you know it, it's designed in a way to where it's simple but has a lot of flexibility um, in terms of tonal options so but i'll kind of give you a basically rundown of the signal flow sure so first my guitar goes in for, i use a megami cable 2425, I believe. 25, 24. 25, 24. 25, 24. 25, 24. Into a shorty. <laughs> yeah. Into a uh, Dunlop Joe Bonamassa wall. So, no, so you're actually you're actually a quarter inch cable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No yeah. wireless. No wireless. No wireless. Oh, none, cool. of, none of us use wireless. Love yeah, it. We're all on cables. So go into the the wall, then into this um, analog man Bino boost. That's a mm -hmm. custom shop one where it's actually got has new old stock mullered. Um, germanium, trans germanium transistors, transistors. Yep. like they oh. were way back in the Dallas Rangemaster. Well, I yeah. wonder how they source their parts because that's yeah. They, if you can find some new old stock, meaning that which is new that's just old, yeah, then, then you have to weed through, test them, and so not, they all won't work necessarily or right. be ideal. Yeah. But he weeds through them and he because he, he did a and Mike at Analog yeah. Man did an awesome job. It's that, yeah. that's a remarkable pedal and. Yeah. I'm not a big pedal guy, so I love yeah. that thing to death. <laughs> yeah. and, and as you know, this kind of stuff sounds best when guitar 
into these things, yeah, which yeah. is why I don't have them in the rack. They're still on the floor, and I sure. just engage them manually because, especially this with the germanium transistors, it's yeah. really reactive to the guitar and the volume and the pickups and whatnot. So, out of that, it goes into uh, my TC Electronics Bonafide buffer, and then we actually go into the front of the Helix, into the input of the Helix. And then from the Helix, in one of the, the Helix has four loops. And so out of loop, one of the loops goes into the preamps of the head. Okay. And then out of the, out of the preamp of the head, it goes back into Helix. Which what it allows me to do is I can then, this preamp of the head is in the signal flow of Helix. And I can route effects wherever, before or, or after the, the amp. So if I want to have drive, chorusing, phasing into the front of the amp, I can do that, but then I can have like big delays and reverbs post. And then after that, the heat from the helix goes back into the power return and then to the cabinets and then into the, and to the two notes, Captor X. And out of the, out of the Captor X, it goes into this retrospect juice box, which is a dual tube DI into front of house. Wow. So I'm basically running a live cabinet and a impulse response. So I have mm -hmm. like old school, you know, Marshall 412 with vintage 30s, but then in the Torpedo Captor X, I'm using actually a Friedman um, 4x12 cabinet that has vintage 30s with a 57 and a 421. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. And 57, 3 dB down, or 2 dB down. 2 dB down. Yeah. Yep. 421 <laughs> at, you know, Unity. And the 57 turned off axis 8%. <laughs> yeah. We, we get a little tweaky here. <laughs> Did you just do your homework right before no, the. No, no, no. You just, you just, no, you're no. just a I know. nerd. Man. I'm nerd. <laughs> to be fair, he's one of the most hands on. Yeah. Guitar There's a handful that are hands on with the gear. He's one of them. Yeah. That really does know yeah. the gear. I know all the knows programming. Knows the signal And I, yeah, yeah, I actually, you know, I. I don't say I designed the rig, but I did design the rig, and, and so David, you know, wired it for me. Yeah. But yeah. You could totally do this out of the own. I'm just here for emotional space. <laughs> yeah. No. And oh, I we do, do have the Marshall yeah. and ISO cab. Yeah. That's down under yeah. the stage. That is is sort of a, just a backup. Sure. We're not hearing it in front of house or. I in the monitor in front of house yep. uses the actually impulse response. Oh. We don't even use that. That sounds really really good. Oh. It truly does. And the, and so the amp. Is just like a redundancy, or are they feeding that the to cabinet, the cabinet? The cab, yeah, yeah, the cab, yeah, just yeah. a backup. The cab. Oh, yes. Yeah, so wow. We, we yeah. initially started with the main, and then before we had the backup, we had the ISO cab just in case. Yeah. You know, be rig kind of a thing. But now we have a backup. You know, for the for the two notes torpedo cab. Wow. Yeah. And so really, I guess you would call the cab a triple redundancy. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's belts yeah. and suspenders, and then one more belt. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> we can. And then in the. I have a tray here and I have three pedals that are in loops of Helix that I can program in and out. So I have a mm -hmm. Origin Effects Revival Drive, which I actually use like as another preamp channel because you can set it to where it's you, the output is designed to go back into the base of the power section of the head. So right. it's like actually having two more channels. I have a Vox saturator, big Satriani fan. Sure. And uh, of course, you have to have an Ingvi Malmsteen overdrive. Got you. <laughs> Got you. For when it's just not dirty fan. enough. Yeah. When you need to be, you know, push yourself over the edge. Yeah. Okay, you got to yeah, use the, right, the Ingvi right. Malmsteen overdrive. Yeah. Yeah, that'll take it right off a cliff, man. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm using these 
you know, these Rev Generator 120 Mark III heads, which are just absolutely incredible state-of-the-art heads. I mean, they're, I mean, have, you know, four actually very different sounding channels, although three and four are kind of similar, but, but different, but, and I use actually all four. I use the clean, and our channel one is like very clean, fendery type of chimey, clean, clean. Channel two is, I would say, more like a vintage, Plexi JCM 800 kind of Marshall, which I use for like wind pumpkins, we call like our half-cranked sound, basically ACDC. Yeah. And then channel three is my high-gain rhythm, and channel four is I use just strictly for leads. Yeah. And, and you were saying earlier that you're getting most of your drive from the, from the amp. Yeah, you know, historically I've always had to use pedals sure. to, to get the gain that I want, but these actually have so much gain, but are extremely clear and articulate that I actually don't need to use anything extra. I do use the, the Beano Boost for leads because this is germanium, so you get kind of a fuzz-like characteristic yeah. and a EQ boost, which helps you kind of just cut through the band. But, and I actually go into channel four. I don't need it for the gain. I just like for the feel. Sure. So it's really cool. So you get the, the kind of the bloom of the fuzz and of the germanium thing, but with the feel and um, distortion level of a high gain channel. So to me, that works really well. Wow. But most, but 90% of my gig is just from the head. Wow. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Wow. Well, Jeff, this is so cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love seeing your rig. Love seeing everything. Just yeah. So. And look at this. You know, what's just so great about Helix here is, you know, you can color code all these buttons. So it, it, they, I made the the, but, the the channels match the buttons. So channel <laughs> one is blue. We got green, purple, and red. Oh, but, and it corresponds great. with the red. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. So no when I'm on way. actually, so when I'm on stage and say we play on like a new song, we're playing Empires. When I go into my rhythm sound, I know it's I'm on oh. the purple channel. My lead sound is going to the red, and yeah, it's a cool well, way to color code. Make so it I because like I can't really see the right. red from stage, but I I can tell. Sure. Um, so I just, I just nod and agree. <laughs> so <laughs> if I'm right having channel. if I'm getting lost or confused on stage, and I'm like, oh, I want the red channel, I can see beforehand what oh. it's going to be. Yeah. That is really a clever <laughs> idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Keep it, keep it simple. Yeah. It makes, it, it makes everything a little easier. Well, you know? this isn't exactly simple. Well, color coding. <laughs> yeah. Color coding makes There's it simple. There's a lot going on. <laughs> simple for you, baby. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's a having the Helix be kind of the central kind of brain of the rig mm -hmm. allows you to place effects anywhere in the signal path. Right. And that's what's essential to kind of recreating the diversity of sounds that you have to on this gig. You know, and that's something that we've tried to do more in the last, since 2018, is really, we're trying to kind of play more to the recorded version of those songs, which requires having a lot of different tonal variations. Right, there's a yeah. lot going on. And that's yeah. why something like Helix is so great, because, you know, there's a, yeah, at least there's a, a recreation of almost every vintage pedal ever made. Sure. That you have in there, so, yeah. Phase 90s, you know, MXR flangers, Echoplex, it's all in there. Yeah, and they're all really good. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty convincing for digital. And like sure. I said, some yeah. of the, like if you track something with a pedal in front, 
it has a certain vibe versus the effects loop. Yeah. But this allows you to place it maybe in yeah. one song in front and perhaps another song you want in the loop. Wow. You know, so it's a little more studio-like. Oh. Yeah. So, and, and that allows you to do it, which is very cool. Very Speaking flexible. of studio, do you bring this rig in when you're, when you're tracking? When we're tracking, it's, we're using whatever. Yeah. We all have a zillion amps and guitars and pedals, so no, we don't use our, our touring rigs. Yeah. But, um, you know, I got to say one, you know, this thing that, that was Trace brought in was this, this retrospect, the juice box. Yeah. Having this kind of tube DI was really the last icing on the cake to where, when I hear, in, I mean this in a good way, when I went and checked my guitar tones at front of house, it really felt like studio huh. quality recording. Wow, that's great. Yeah. because so, I mean, it, and it's not. It's not to suggest that the torpedo doesn't sound good. It really legitimately does. We're just going out of that into the DI, so you got a 12AX7 plus a 12BH7 tube, and it just makes it feel like what most people want from digital. They want it to feel a little more amp-like. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you get a little more chunkiness on the lows, that yeah. warmth, and a little more of that harmonic distortion on the highs that we all love. Yeah. All the records we grew up on, and that does it really well. So it's yeah. not that it was designed for that application, I should say. It's a great bass DI, keyboards, acoustic guitar, whatever, but it works really well in this situation. Isn't it funny how just those little glowing, glowing glass yeah. tubes, man? They no, know. and that's just. what, you know, Sean, you know, who's my artist, Sean Tubbs, is my artist rep at yeah. Revs, and, yeah. you know, he, we, when I started using these heads, you know, we talked a lot a long time because you know these heads have a lot of technology they have yeah. you know mm -hmm. they actually have one of these two notes built in and using the impulse responses for especially in a world where a lot of live performance now we're all using in-ears yeah. it actually sounds great mm -hmm. but still as guitar players having the distortion come from tubes really can't beat it yeah so to have something that really marries both worlds together in one product is awesome. Yeah, that's great. And then once you kind of go digital, then be right before you go back out to kind of analog it one more time, yeah. it's just a, it's it's subtle, but you, as a guitar player, you notice it yeah. on the fingers, especially the way that your fingers feel on the strings. It's yeah. It's similar to taking a mix out of Pro Tools, running it through a mic pre, just bringing it back in, and it sounds different. Sure. Know? Arguably yeah. better, that's subjective, but <laughs> yeah. but that's the idea. Sometimes yeah. that last 10% is everything or 5% or however you want to look at it right. or quantify it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's all really impressive, man. Yeah. And I'm, it, great meeting you. Yeah, Thanks thank you so, so much. much. Yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. Till next time. Pleasure. <laughs> Finally to meet you. It's a yeah. great pleasure, truly. Yeah.